the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, chosen for his purpose. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. God has a purpose. And that purpose is the things that we go through will develop our character. You got that? See, trials and tribulations will knock off the rough edges. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. God will use a trial just like a a, a painter uses sandpaper to rough the surface up before he paints so that the paint can stick. Huh? You got to get roughed up so your true character can come through. If you don't suffer nothing, you ain't getting nothing. No cross, no crown. Sorry. You're going to be conformed into the image of Jesus. You're going to suffer persecution. You're going to suffer a whole lot of stuff from a whole lot of folk. Folk that you thought would be always there with you, some of them now are against you. Why? Because anyone who stands up for Jesus in a world like this becomes a target. If you can't take it, baby, you can't make it. Now, I'm saying all this. I got scripture basis for it. So let's take another step into this. Yeah, I'm chosen. But I'm not chosen to take the easy path. Oh, no. The path that God has chosen for all of his people is to go through the fire. Wait a minute, preacher. No, you wait a minute. We were chosen in the furnace of affliction. That's what the prophet said. When God got ready to find us, he came down to the furnace. So what does that mean? That means no matter how hot the heat gets in this world against you because you love Jesus, you've already been refined. And if your heart's desire is to please God in your walk, in your love walk, in your talk, in your love talk, then you're going to have to go through the fire to be refined. You got to go through the fire. Sometimes the fire can be sickness. It can be divorce. It can be the losing of all of your items. You know, it can be a whole lot of stuff. But you got to remember and put this in the back of your mind. I may not understand all that I'm going through right here, but this one thing I do understand, I've been chosen. And I'm God's responsibility. And he is going to take care of me. And if all else fail, he's going to take care of me. 
Because he already told me, and we know. See, something we need to know. What do we know? That all things work together for good to them who love God and to those who are the called according to his purpose. Yeah, he knew us before we knew anything. And he said, now I know my sheep and I, I know those who have this kind of temperament. I know those who have this kind of temperament. I know that Florida can't take no rejection because she'll fight. I, 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 you know, I, I know all that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to help them out. I'm going to pair them up as they go through life with somebody who will appreciate them, love them, talk kind to them and all this. But then on the other side, I got some sand, sandpaper people. Uh-huh. See, I got some people that are saying, it's some folk you rub up against, you're going to get cut. Those, those are sandpaper people. And the sandpaper people don't have no problem scuffing you up. I'm telling you, man, look out at them sandpaper people. They will scuff you up, and if you try to fight them, they got more folk that seem to be against you with them. But how many of y'all know that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened? You're going to know that there'll be more that be with you than those that be with them. The devil wants our head on a platter. Just like John Baptist. Don't you think for one moment that this world loves Christians? John 15. I'm giving you all this because I'm giving you all this because I've been told to give you all this. So we're chosen for his purpose. And God said, I never leave you. Nor will I ever forsake you. So he's not going no place. But we have to go through in order to get to. We'll never grow to spiritual maturation running from all these situations. Baby, sometimes you just have to stand and endure the heat. But he will come through. He will. I, I think there's some folk in here that already know that. He will come through. And he will come through when you need him to come through the most. And sometimes God will separate all the people we loved and, and have been walking with for years. Sometimes God will separate us away from them people. And then he will cause a growth spurt to come up inside of us. And we realize, no, I'm not hating folk the fact that they left me when I was pregnant or they left me when I really needed a friend or somebody to talk to. And you feel yourself isolated and left all alone. Well, let's just move the word isolated into the word insulated. God isolates us sometimes to insulate us. So people that walk up out of our lives, they're supposed to leave. Sorry. Sorry. That sandpaper has done its job. <laughs> yeah. We put it like this. You know you rub me wrong, don't you? <laughs> All right, you're in John chapter 15. All right. Check in on this, verse 16. You have not chosen me. Come on, Jesus. But I have chosen you. 
and ordain you that you should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. These things I command you that you love one another. Hey, faith working by love, somebody. If you want God to do something for you, just ask him. But don't forget to love somebody while you ask him. You got to have the love of God in your heart that will enable you to go and deal with all kinds of people. He said, you didn't choose me. I chose you and I put my love in you. And I want you to love one another. And I want you to get over what the other person has done to you. Because you've done more to me than they ever did to you. No? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But wait a minute. Watch this. Verse 18. If the world hate you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you are not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. Hmm. It's bad when you believe the world is your friend. Oh, don't, don't make me go prodigal son on you now. You, you, you know, you, the prodigal went out there and left a good home. Good daddy. Went out into the world, and there he wasted his substance. How? Riotous living. But it's one thing about it. You raise your children up in the fear and nurture and admonition of the Lord. And if some of them do go out there in the world and you know you have put the good stuff in them before the jello got hard in the refrigerator, they coming back. They coming back. Because what's in them, God's word, it ain't going nowhere. That word may lie dormant for a long time. But in due season. I say in due season, that word is going gonna, is gonna to sprout up. Don't worry about your children that are going away from home and you, you wonder, who are these kids now? I got some children I ain't never knew. I, I never knew all that. Cast your cares upon the Lord and he will sustain you. Put your burdens before the Lord and he'll take care of you. Jesus said, the world hated me and it's going to hate you. That's where the system is designed. And the Lord also said in verse 20, remember, is that where I am? Yeah. Remember the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake, because they know not him that sent me. See, when you're a Christian, a real one, there's certain things you don't do. There's certain company, you know, unless you're trying to win soul, there's certain company you, you, you cut loose. Because you got a, 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 you, you got a heavenly father now, and you got a whole other family that God has made us a part of. And in this family, in this community of faith, there ought to be a whole lot of love. Because people are wounded. People are going through a whole lot in days like these. So if you're going to be somebody's friend, be a friend. 
Because God knows the body of Christ needs friends. So when we talk about being chosen in him, when we talk about all things are going to work out, God wants us to be assured of that. And he also wants us to understand that the world hates real Christians. Now, if we're running with the world and there's no conviction there and we're doing more stuff than they're doing, you have to check yourself to see whether or not you're really born again. And we need to get beyond this thing talking about I ain't letting no man tell me what to do. Put me in bondage. So now truth's supposed to put you in bondage, huh? I don't think so. It's the truth that set me in free. And when you know what you're dealing with and whom you're dealing with, then you'll be wise a person and thank God for the revelation because everybody is not your friend. I'm sorry. And you as a parent, you can see, and if you're a good parent, you've already told your children that that, that boy over there, that, that girl over there, you need to stay away from her. Well, don't you think God is, is, is smarter than mama? He sees. So we are chosen for a purpose. We got to go through the fire to prove that we are who we say we are. Ain't that something? Isn't that something? We, when I was working at AT&T, they had, a, they had a, a furnace right there on the floor, and it was called Heat Treat. And they would put these parts that the machines would cut out as a pattern, and then they put them in these trays with a lot of hot oil, and they would send them through this furnace. Well, when they sent them through the furnace, these parts, the heat hardened them because they needed to be hardened to be used in the telephone. Some were more hard than others. Now, I'm not talking about a hard heart. I'm not talking about hating people. I'm not talking about any of that. So let me use harden in this way. If you can't take it, you can't make it. You're not going to be able to make it. You cannot afford to be in a world like this with your feelings always on your sleeve. I'm sorry. Oh, no. When people find your weakness, they will exploit it. They'll keep on pushing. They're going to keep on pushing the envelope. Some of us have children like that. You tell them don't mess with the cookies. They know where the cookies are. You know what they eventually do? They go in there and leave a crumb trail all the way back to the bedroom. You know who got the cookie. We already know when we tell young people who not to run with. I ain't got no help in here. When, when we tell them who to stay away from, that's who they go to. I'm already aware that the world does not care about Christians. And what's so bad sometimes when you are on the straight and narrow, you got some folk at the church can't stand you. Hello? Can't stand you. They wanted you to get together and cheat that person out that money. And then when you didn't do it, now they got a problem with you. Doesn't the Bible say that we should present all things honest before the sight of all men? We've been chosen to do right. We've been chosen and given righteousness as a free gift, everybody. 
It may seem hard sometimes to do the right thing. It may be a challenge sometimes to do the right thing, to say the right thing, to have the right temperament with people. It may be a challenge. But God didn't let it come until you were up for the challenge. But a lot of times, we don't want to endure the challenge. We want to cuss them out, get them up out of our face, and don't you ever come in my face again. No, you didn't learn anything. You didn't learn anything. There's a word in the Bible I want to introduce everybody to. It's called long-suffering. It, it means putting up with folk that you want to choke, but you put up with them because you're chosen. And you know that whatever happens is working out for your good. So God needs for us to walk in lockstep, that's a military term, with him. Have you ever said, if some people, if it's a million years, if I see them again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> uh, what, what, what did the apostle Paul say when he was messed over? This is what he said. He said, Alexander the coppersmith has done me much evil, but the Lord reward him according to his deed. That's how Christians ought to be handling it. Lord, got another one. I want to call their name and give it to you, Lord. Lord said, okay, I got it. I got it. Nobody's going to get over on you. God got your back. You just make sure you take care of your front. Uh Love is the key, everybody. God's love is the key. Now, where did I tell you to go? Nowhere. Okay. Being chosen in the Lord gives us assurance that he's going to take care of us. Period. Okay. Now, being conformed into the image of his son and being called according to his purpose assures us that when trials come and we cast the whole of our cares off onto the Lord, then we should be through with it as a matter of fact. We shouldn't be carrying grudges. Am I talking to Christians? Of I know Bill Brewer closed years ago. Anybody in here know about Bill Brewer? Bunch of lying people. That place was so loaded, you had to make a parking space in the middle of the street. But I want to leave you with this. Go to Galatians. These are the kind of things that we need to take before the Lord to get a better understanding. You know, Lord, now I know you made me. And I, and I know that you already told me in your word that these trials are going to come. I got all that. And I know that these trials are coming to shape my character. Oh, yes, my Lord, they're coming. They're coming to shape my character. And a lot of things will happen to me in the course of one day until I'll be so glad when that day is over. I don't ever want to see a day like that. I don't know where that day came from. I know God made seven days, but that one came from hell right there. That, that day right there, the way that I was treated and talked to and mishandled, and I went through all of that stuff, I was glad to see my bed. But I know it's going to work for my good. 
I know it's going to work out for my good. Are you in Galatians chapter, uh, chapter 1? Okay, now watch this. Can you say I'm chosen? All right, Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. Listen to this. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach among him, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Now notice in verse 15. When it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb. Paul said God was there when I was delivered. As a child, when I came into the world, God had already marked my life out. See, and that's why when the chosen marry the unchosen, we got a situation. We got a 911. Because can two walk together except they be in agreement? They cannot. So light should not have no fellowship with darkness. Don't even go into business with an unbeliever. Don't even marry an unbeliever. Don't even court an unbeliever. Well, how then can it be proven then that you are the chosen one? How can we prove that? Because the Bible says, prove all things. How can anyone distinguish whether or not you are chosen over against those that are not chosen because everybody's not chosen. See, because if everybody was chosen, then nobody would have to make a choice as to who to choose if everybody was chosen. Now, you chose. How can you prove it? Those of you that called on Jesus and accepted him proved that you were chosen. That's the proof. That's the proof right there. If you're a Christian, you call on Jesus, you're not only chosen, you were elected. And no man on this planet can overturn that. Listen, no matter how many times Rocky Balboa, Adrian, went down, huh? Didn't he get back up? Wasn't he fighting Apollo Creed? It's not how many times you go down. It's how many times you get up. I've seen some of them fight movies, and, and you know, guy, all budging out and blood all down here and lips all swollen. And someone who cares for them, who happens to be at ringside, see them knocked down now for the 15th time. And so what they say is, stay down, don't get up. Now that's love talking, right? But it's something inside a Rocky Balboa called winner. Come on now. You got to be understanding that I'm a winner. So no matter how many times I get knocked down, I'm going to get right back up. No matter how many times I get left, I'm going to get right back up. No matter how many lies are told on me, I'm going to get right back up. You got to keep moving through here. Because those fiery darts 
come from the devil to stop you. Above all, taking the shield of faith whereby you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Listen, when God raises you up, you become a target. You become a target. And see, God is getting a lot of people ready that I call the backside of the desert champions that have not gotten to the stage, nor have they gotten to the spotlight. Why? Because when you are in training, I remember when I went to basic training at Fort Polk, okay, God was with me. I won the efficiency trophy. I was, you know, running the mile in less than six minutes. Now it probably takes 66 hours. You know, something like that. <laughs> you young people, y'all better enjoy the little spring you got in your step. Okay? Because you have to be brave to get to be an old person. <laughs> okay? You better enjoy the little pep you got. Today's message, chosen for his purpose, FC2668. FC 2668 is now available on CD for only $10 and it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net Now the question is, will I do his will There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, when will Jesus return? I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and he answered me, came into my heart and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the questions are Hello, this is Bishop Carwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before. 
and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.